What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here, jackedafter40.com and shreddedafter40.com. Welcome to another episode of the Jacked After 40 podcast. Today we have a very important topic to discuss that I see holding a lot of my fellow men over 40 back from achieving their physique goals. And that is thinking that some of their other fellow men over 40 have it easier than they do when it comes to burning fat and building muscle. Now, nothing good ever comes from comparing yourself to others, but this is kind of the opposite of what we typically see when uh, we're looking at the comparison game where a lot of us men over 40, we're looking at guys who are just at the top echelon. They are genetic freaks. Some of them are on heavy doses of testosterone replacement therapy. Some of them are on steroids. Uh, but these are just massive jacked freaks that we are trying to strive to achieve. We're trying to do everything we can. We're wondering like, why can't we achieve these goals? We're kind of setting ourselves up for failure, trying to achieve something that just isn't going to happen for us. We just weren't dealt the genetic cards that we have, and we may not be, uh, we may not be following the, the, the cocktail that they uh, have in their diet uh, plan as well. Uh, so that's just one area that uh, we should never compare ourselves to. But this is a different ball game. But we're like that's a comparison game where we're trying to strive for something that. It's just it's just out of our reach. But this comparison where you're looking at others and assuming that they have it easier than you do when it comes to burning fat and building muscle is actually kind of limiting yourself. You're, you're really holding yourself back from achieving your goals, not striving for your potential. To give you an example of what I'm talking about here, I'm gonna share some comments that I received from one of my very valued subscribers, Steve. And Steve, my man, I hope you don't think I am picking on you here. I absolutely appreciate every comment that you share. It really gives me a lot of food for thought, really causes me to reflect on my communication style and and what I am sharing to you guys out there. I really pride myself on keeping things raw and real and really sharing a lot of the behind the scenes footage of my overall lifestyle to show you that I'm just, I'm basically a normal guy. I've kind of evolved over time just sharing what I've learned, how I have grown and gotten to this point where yeah, I've really settled into a great lifestyle where I have been able to enjoy a great balance between um, all, consuming a lot of my favorite treats as well as some very nutrient-rich foods and, and just all the activities that I perform throughout the day. It's just, it's just a natural way of living, but it's all built up over time. So one of the comments that Steve made that gave me some food for thought was on my breakfast shake video where he told me to eat a donut. Now, I have no idea what kind of emotion went behind this text. He could have been laughing and joking, just being sarcastic in the moment. But uh, again, I'm just using those words here, seeing this text, um, where it gave me food for thought that really got me to start sharing more of the treats that I consume, more of my cheat meals, more of my cheat days. Uh, but it really goes to show that like, a lot of people may take a look. I'm not, I'm not saying Steve in particular here, but I know a lot of men over 40 who will see a single video of someone and just make an assumption that this person only eats whole natural nutrient-rich foods all the time. They've got no life. Um, they're constantly on MyFitnessPal tracking every single morsel that goes in their mouth. Uh, they're trying to be perfect with their, their diet. And um, that is simply not the case with me. I certainly enjoy a lot of my cheat meals, a lot of my cheat days. So that comment really got me to share more of my overall lifestyle, really keeping things raw. I started sharing how I have chips every Friday and Saturday night. I started sharing a lot of the cheat meals where I, I love going out for cheesecake. I, and then I actually got adventurous, especially at the beginning of um, when this lockdown ended the last time in the spring. And I started going around the county, really exploring a lot of the bakeries, a lot of the breweries, a lot of the little restaurants. 
and that was a, a cheat day. And of course, I, I'm not sharing every single day uh, of my eating. These are like one of my days where I'm, I'm having a cheat day. I'm having some cheat meals. And one of the comments that Steve made on, on one of my videos is that I'm brave for sharing all these cheat foods, all these cheat meals, um, and showing how fit I am. So it's almost like I'm rubbing it in in rubbing it in your face that I'm able to eat all this, all these cheap foods and still have a ripped six pack shredded physique after 40 here. Uh, so it's like two different things in one, one comment saying I need to eat a donut and another comment saying, man, I'm sharing too much of eating these donuts. I should be showing more of, of the, uh, the, the nutrient rich foods that I'm consuming. Again, that comment once again, kind of gave me food for thought. All right. It's one, it's one thing to, to keep things raw and real, to share all those things, but really trying to give you a big picture of my overall lifestyle that I do consume nutrient-rich foods, whole natural foods, at least like 90% of the time, probably even 95% of the time. Um, but I do enjoy those 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 treats, those those cheesecakes, the, the chips, the pizzas. I enjoy that five to 10% of the time, just live my life to the fullest. And then the most recent comment that Steve made was the day after I completed my four-week mini cut, where I treated myself to a slice of cheesecake. And Steve mentioned that, yeah, like, most of us don't have the the same kind of control as you. We don't have, we can't we don't have the same level of moderation control that you have there. And again, that's just an assumption. Again, that's just limiting yourself as well. I, I just want to really kind of put things into perspective here because I do see where he's coming from. Like my level of moderation control right now definitely is way better than it was. 10 years ago, way better than it was 15 years ago. So he's got a he's got a very valid point. But again, I the reason I have this level of moderation control right now has been years of experience in the making. And that's a big reason why I share so much of my journey, so much of my my the learning and the growth that has gone on from each fat loss phase that I've gone through, each muscle building phase that I've gone through. So I, yeah, I definitely understand. I can relate to where you're coming from if you do really struggle with that moderation control because like before I dropped the 50 pounds of fat 10 years ago, I spent 10 years of being really good at my diet for three days. Once I had one cookie, I would eat the entire box. Be really good for maybe a week and then have some a slice of pizza thinking I'm only gonna have one slice of pizza, have the entire thing. Like it's just going nuts. Like I couldn't have just one chip, I'd have the entire bag. So I can definitely relate to that. So he's got a valid point that, yeah, I, I, I my moderation control is better than a lot of people, but it's not because it's something that is naturally within me. It's something that I had to, build up to. And it's really probably only been the past three years where I've really, really honed in this moderation control. And a lot of it really comes down to uh, those days like used to have really big cheat days, really big cheat meals, and I'd feel really gross, really full, bloated, um, just disgusting, and going to bed with acid reflux and having interrupted sleep, just feeling so uncomfortable, so sluggish. And after years of doing that, after years of following that kind of cheat day mentality where I would eat in excess, like really pig out on those cheat days, I just got to the point where I'm like, it just, this doesn't feel good to me anymore. It just, it's just pointless to me. I don't enjoy this feeling. Like the cheat days weren't as enjoyable because I was eating in excess. So I started learning to 
still have these cheat days, but keep them in check and keep them in control. Still keep that that moderation in place. And then when I kept my, instead of having like 5,000 calorie cheat days, I was keeping it right around my maintenance level calories, which is right around 2,800 to 3,000 calories for the day. Uh, maybe I'd go a tiny bit higher than that on, on some days. And realizing that, you know what, that's, that's perfect. I'm I'm satisfying my sweet tooth. I'm satisfying any kind of craving that I may have. Uh, I am enjoying these treats and enjoying them even more because I'm feeling better afterwards. It was just enough to satisfy me rather than pigging out. Like I really realized that when I got to that point where uh, of satisfaction, that, that was all I needed. Eating any more than that, I wasn't gaining any extra satisfaction. If anything, it was it was causing more harm than good. It was less enjoyable the more I ate of that uh, that cheat meal, that treat there, because it just, it was actually no longer tasting it. It didn't taste as good anymore. I was just eating it for the sake of eating it because it was a cheat day um, and just trying to get as much as I can because the next day was I was going to get back to my regular eating again. So really learning my lessons over time of how to control that moderation, a lot of it was just listening to my body, listening that I, I don't enjoy that feeling of being stuffed. I don't enjoy that feeling of being sluggish and that acid reflux at night. I haven't had experienced that in over three years and I am grateful for that. I will never go back to that kind of approach, that kind of mentality again. But again, it was a learned it's, it's been a learned habit that I have created over time. It's just, this is not a natural part of who I am. Uh, I am definitely someone who loved to overindulge and couldn't really control myself all that much. So a lot of it is, yes, you, you've got a valid point that I do have more moderation control, but it doesn't mean that you can't develop these kinds of moderation control skills yourself. There's nothing, again, there's nothing special about me. It's just, a heightened sense of awareness, just paying attention to my body and doing what allows me to feel my best, perform my best, live my life to the fullest. And I really believe that eating to that point of moderation, of satisfaction and not overstuffing myself um, really brings me a lot greater joy. It really allows me to live my life to the fullest because when I eat to that point of stuffing myself, I'm no longer living life to the fullest at that point. I feel worse at that point. So again, I really came down to these learned experiences over time. And I want to touch on another point that Steve made at the end of one of his comments there about this being my job. Now, I'm not sure the intentions that he had behind that comment there, um, but there are aspects about like with this being my job that it does make it easier for me. It gives me a little bit more drive to um, to be my best, to get lean, to stay lean, to to announce a goal and to show that I can follow through with it. Uh, I think there is a lot of extra motivation behind this. So it, that kind of aspect does make it a little bit easier for me. I mean, I am a walking billboard for my business, so that does give me extra drive. But at the same time, if you reflect back on my, my whole journey here, when I opened up my personal training studio, that is when I gained all my fat. I gained 50 pounds of fat in that, that three to four years that I owned a personal training studio. I mean, I had access to equipment 
right in front of me and I ended up gaining weight. It was just some of the toughest times in my life to maintain my physique and I'm gaining 50 pounds of fat. And then it took me 10 years to lose that fat up and down. So even though this was my job, my career, my passion, it's my, my education was in this field. I had experience. It was just as tough for me to lose that 50 pounds as it was for anybody else. So Right now, yes, there are times where I feel that, that this being my job makes it easier for me to manage my um, portion control, to, to manage my, my cheat days, to have that moderation there, uh, to maintain my physique. I, I have a lot of reasons to, to get lean and stay lean, but it hasn't always been the case for me. Like I always had those drives, yet I struggled for all those years to achieve my goal. So once again, it really comes down to learning and growing through experiences. So nothing special about me. Once again, it's just practice. It's just time. So if I can do it, honestly, that's the big reason why I have this, this, this platform here, where it's the, the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, on YouTube. Uh, this platform allows me to, to show that I am just basically an average guy. If I can do this, you can do it as well. I'm an average guy, but I've got lots of, it's experience that has really gotten me to this point. Education has helped, absolutely, but learned experiences is really where it's at. And we've all got it. We've all gone through it. We can all learn from each diet we've gone through, each workout plan that we've gone through. We all have it within us to get to this point. Uh, again, I'm saying I'm average. I, I do consider myself pretty darn average, probably slightly above average there. But if you look at when it comes to the calorie calculators out there, like how many calories I should consume to maintain my body weight, to lose fat, I'm like buying them textbook. <laughs> so I'm, I'm right where, where the textbook would say you should achieve your, your goal by uh, if you consume this X amount of calories and all that. So I'm pretty average there. Muscle wise, I Again, I'm probably a little bit better, but again, it's it's. I'd say I'm average, but I'm I've put in the work. It's been a lot of work to to get this this point. So it's 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 a struggle for me. It's a challenge for me to build muscle, especially at this point in the game, uh, just like it is for for many other guys out there. So I do consider myself pretty darn average for the most part. Uh, but the main the main take home message here is that if I can do it. You can do it, and it's the big reasons why I, I share all the behind-the-scenes footage, especially with my Sunday vlogs, the behind-the-scenes footage of my training, of my every meal that I eat, and just try to keep things as raw and real to show you guys that if I can do it, you can do it as well. So once again, Steve, I hope you don't think I am picking on you here because I strongly value these comments that you've been sharing with me. They've really helped me improve um, my messaging and what I'm sharing and really make me want to be even more raw, real, and vulnerable than ever before. So please don't hold back with any of your comments. I sincerely appreciate them. Now I'd really like to kind of shift gears and talk about some of the comments that I receive from my fellow Jacked After 40 pros who see what I'm doing and rather than thinking it's easier for me to achieve my goals. They're, they're more curious and they're more, we're more sharing. Like we're sharing our experiences together. I share a breakfast smoothie, they share their breakfast smoothie and we kind of make little comparisons. I share what I've been doing to optimize my lifestyle. They share, they're, they're intrigued by it. They're like, this, that's amazing. I want to incorporate that into to my lifestyle as well. Now, here's what I'm doing too. Maybe you're going to think of, uh, maybe you can incorporate this into to your practices as well. For example, um, we've had Aaron 
Aaron uh, Sanchez here on the channel uh, doing an interview, doing, sharing his video as well, where he is totally dialed in with optimizing his lifestyle. He shared a bunch of things on the, on the one podcast that we had earlier. Uh, one thing that we did talk about was infrared light therapy that he does as well. Something that I'm looking into myself when it comes to recovery. I think it is a fantastic option. It's an expensive option, but it's something I am looking into and looking to exploring further. Uh, this morning I had a conversation with a Jack Death to 40 client uh, Rene, who is, uh, again, looking at, he's very dialed in, very into optimizing everything. He is shredded. I mean, both these guys, Aaron is shredded, Rene is shredded, uh, cut some pictures. He's in his 50s, so Aaron just turned 40. I'm going to have to double check. I think... Uh, I think Rene is in his early 50s and just freaking, he's got some ab veins growing up, just in phenomenal freaking shape, just went through an incredible fat loss phase, now into maintenance and muscle building mode. And it's just, we're, we're constantly sharing our experiences, not comparing each other whatsoever. It's more or less um, just looking at what each of us are doing to kind of improve ourselves, to learn and to grow. And this morning he was sharing uh, one of the mobility routines that he's been focused on first thing in the morning. He said it's had an incredible impact on his overall well-being and his performance. So I've really been looking into this. I think it's an aspect that I can improve upon with the Jacked After 40 Club, with my coaching. I got some mobility drills in there, but I think this this overall, I think it's actually something that this whole lockdown has taught me as well, because I began doing a little bit of yoga at the beginning of the lockdown, just looking at aspects like weaknesses. Where, where, where are some of the aspects of my lifestyle that are maybe limiting me a little bit or that I can improve upon that will help overall. And I think mobility and flexibility are areas that I can improve upon as well. So he shared some videos with me and it's something that really got my, my mind going that that's an aspect of my practice, my lifestyle, my business that I can improve upon to make sure my fellow Jacked After 40 bros are living their best life possible. It's more than just the hardcore bodybuilding workouts and incredible nutrient-rich diets. It's, again, trying to it's 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 the overall lifestyle impact, and that's a big right reason why I share um, my hikes when I go with Chief, sunrises, sunsets, my evening routine where I wind down, go for the walk with Chief, do some self massage, uh, read a book, do listen to the meditation audio, like all these different things. I share the different aspects of my life that I am really finding are improving my overall well-being. It's so much more than the workouts and the diets. It is lifestyle, and it's really great that he was sharing these mobility drills with me that he's been doing, working for him, and he also shared dry brushing, something that he has practiced himself as well, um, something that I was unaware of, and just different little aspects of little techniques, little things that we can utilize just to improve our, improve our overall health. Uh, I've been sharing recently in the last Jack at the 40 Life vlog that I've been taking cold showers in the morning as recommended by my naturopath. So it's been probably about three months now, I think, that I've been taking cold showers in the morning. It sucked at first, but I am really loving it. Uh, some people do contrast showers. I'm just strictly cold showers in the morning and really learning and growing with that as well, learning that you, you shouldn't be doing that around meal time. So um, I make sure that I do it in the morning before my meal, giving myself some time um, before. So, so the thing with 
cold showers, it can impact your digestion. So I want to make sure that I, I give myself enough time where um, that cold shower is not going to impact my digestion. So there's so many different factors. And again, it's just, we're sharing, we're sharing our meals, we're sharing stuff. And rather than looking at it, oh my God, like he's got it so easy. It's, we have more of a curiosity where we want to know more. We want to learn more from that person about what they're doing in their lifestyle. It, it almost makes it seem effortless. How did they get to that point? So, all right, this is where you're at right now. Let's talk about the backstory that got to you, got you to this point where you are experimenting more with different meals, different nutrition strategies. And I think that's a really cool thing that I have learned about Aaron is that he's now been taking cooking classes as well. Six Pack Chef, uh, he's been doing some virtual cooking classes with him. It's something that I want. It's intrigued my curiosity. I'm like, no wonder you got so much great variety here. I want to get on board with some of this variety, this delicious meals, and uh, I, I love my structure and everything, but rather than just three set meals I have each and every day, plus my dinner options, I'd like to have some different options in there just to keep, just to make sure I'm getting different nutrients in me, satisfying all of my nutrient requirements, but really expanding my palate and my overall enjoyment. Food is a joyous experience, yes. It is, it's fuel for performance and, and just to, to feel our best and, 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 and to just live our best life possible. Um, but you want it to taste great as well. There's so many simple little things that you can do to make your meals more interesting, more exciting, and really makes it a heck of a lot easier to stick to a diet plan if you're really enjoying the meals that you are consuming. So I have learned a lot from Aaron when it comes to um, different meal options and getting some more variety in my diet and even looking at different food options. He mentioned, uh, I believe in our podcast that he, or maybe it was in his video, uh, that he recorded for us the, the Jack After 40 Life video that, um, that he shared all the meals that he's eating, some of the training footage, and he had some liver in there. I think liver and kidneys, and that is something that I've been hearing more and more about, and it gets you, the more you, you get curious, like rather than just make assumptions about someone's lifestyle and why they're achieving their goals, why they look the way they do, why they're eating the way they are, it's great to ask questions and to, to pick their brains about what got them to this point, what led them to this point. And that's how you, you learn and grow. You kind of take a shortcut to achieving your goals by learning kind of the mistakes that other people made as well as learning the good things that they did to get them where they are at right now. So that's, that's I think the big difference between looking at someone and assuming they have it easier and looking at someone who maybe appears to have things easier and asking them how, how, how come it looks so easy for you? How come dieting looks so effortless to you? And I've explained uh, throughout this whole four week mini cut that I just ended there that it really did feel effortless to me. And I explained why it felt effortless to me at this point, because dieting is hard. It sucks, but it can be easier. But a lot of it comes down to practice and learn skills that make um, your diet feel easier. I shared some of those strategies in the recent video as well of how to make dieting easier for yourself. So be sure to look for that video. I'll link down to that uh, below as well. So again, just don't assume that 
it is easier for someone, maybe it is easier for them, but figure out why it is easier for them. So to conclude this podcast, don't limit yourself by thinking that other men over 40 have it easier than you do to burn fat and build muscle. We all have a backstory and it's to your advantage to dig deep and to learn that backstory so you realize that if they can achieve their physique goals, so can you. But more than anything, don't compare yourself to anyone else out there. Just observe and then give your best effort to each and every moment, whether it's in the gym, whether it's when you're eating a meal, whether it's when you're out walking, just soak up every moment and give the best of yourself to it. That's that's all you can ever ask for yourself is to strive for your own personal potential. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, please smash that thumbs up button. I'd really appreciate it. If you know a fellow bro who would benefit from watching today's podcast or listening to it, do them a favor and share it with them. More than anything, I'd love to hear from you down in the comment section below. Share your thoughts, share your insights, share your feedback. And before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Jacked After 40. Have yourself an amazing day. Catch you in the next video.